How's it going, everybody? Adrian here from the Gaming Observer for November the 30th. That's a Monday. It's the last day of the month. Wow. Uh, I'm going to wrap up your weekend of news here, and we're going to kick things off with Square Enix, who have now announced that they are remastering a game that is pretty deep in their catalog. It's called Saga Frontier, and that's S-A capital G-A, Saga. This game was originally released for the first PlayStation in 1997, uh, it's a JRPG that allows you to play as any of the seven protagonists in a non-linear format. So in this game, they call it the Free Scenario System, though you might also recognize something similar from the more recent Octopath Traveler. Nonetheless, the remaster is going to be adding an eighth protagonist called Fuse. He was originally just relegated as a sidekick for the original seven. And then Square is also going to be adding in some new events and some cutscenes to the story. So if that's your thing, if you want another JRPG from, from the catalog, uh, releases on PC, PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and mobile in summer of 2021. Okay, so this one is an interesting story. You may have heard of a Pokemon by the name of Kadabra before. He is the middle of a three Pokemon evolution. So the first one is Abra, the second one is Kadabra, the last one evolves into Alakazam. Well, there's this really interesting situation because the middle one, Kadabra, has not been seen on a Pokemon trading card since the early 2000s because of a copyright dispute. Kadabra is actually based on the famed illusionist Yuri Geller. Uh, the Japanese name for Kadabra sounds very similar to his. And the character's design includes his signature spoon bending trick, very closely associated with him. Uh, here's a little bit more of an explanation from thegamer.com. Quote, it was more a case of Pokemon's creators naming Kadabra after the magician without letting him know. That didn't sit well with Geller, and at the turn of the century, he decided to take legal action. Geller not only sued Nintendo in 2000 for basing Kadabra on him, but he requested that the Pokemon stop being used in its trading card game. End quote. TheGamer.com wrote this article just a few days ago, and after they published it, Yuri Geller actually got, like, a bunch of emails from upset Nintendo fans saying, Hey, why did you do this? And so, uh, just today, Geller announced that he requested Nintendo to retract the ban. He said, quote, I'm truly sorry for what I did 20 years ago. Kids and grown-ups, I am releasing the ban. It's now all up to Nintendo to bring my Kadabra Pokemon card back, end quote. So, you know, say what you will about the initial complaints 20 years ago. I, I just find it fascinating how this all played out. When people play the trading card game, they actually have to skip Kadabra. They have to go straight from Abra to Alakazam. So now they're going to be able to reintroduce that middle bit. And all of this over a, a copyright dispute. It's wild. Okay, and our final story. Uh, it has recently been discovered that the PlayStation 5 uh, captures your controller's microphone when you unlock a new trophy. And this has actually led to a number of people sharing their most, I guess, authentic moments of happiness when they finally conquer certain bosses in the Demon Souls remake and the trophy pops. The moments are very dramatic, right? You see them finally get that last chunk of health out, and then they go celebrating. I'm telling you about it for two reasons. For one, some of you, I imagine, aren't going to want that option enabled, so make sure you do check your audio settings if you have a PS5. But secondarily, go check out some of those clips. It's actually pretty great, especially for the Demon's Souls remake. I mean, that's what this whole thing is designed around, is for games like that. Anyway, folks, there you have it. That's the news from this past weekend. Uh, there wasn't a tremendous amount, so I gave these other stories a little bit more detail, but nonetheless, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to be back with even more news tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Welcome, welcome. 
So this cadabra thing, I actually had no idea about, and I thought, I th- like, it's hilarious to me. It's one of those minor things, right? Because Pokemon, there's thousands of them. Nintendo isn't really losing all that much business by not being able to sell the Kadabra trading card, right? But it turned into this story because, I mean, geez, they, they based the thing off of this guy and didn't tell him. And he took issue with that. I don't know if I blame him. I mean, I don't know the situation that well. Maybe it was a little, uh, I don't know what the right word for it is. The more that I research it, the more that it looks like this is kind of a, a well-known story that is just popped up again. So maybe I've just been blind to it all this time, but I don't know. I find I, I just find it pretty funny. You gotta wonder what other stories are out there like that, right? Because we've got plenty of examples of litigation issues in the video game industry. People are suing each other all the time over rights to video games, but usually those are contained in the gaming industry. There's a dispute between a developer and a publisher or something like that about who owns the rights. You remember when, uh, oh gosh, I I don't want to say the wrong person. Let me do some Googling here. Yeah, here it is. You remember when Nason Entertainment decided they were just going to own the Sherlock Holmes and, uh, or was it the Sinking City? The games that Frogwares owns. Nason was the publisher, Frogwares was the developer, and then all of a sudden Nason was like, eh, this is ours now. And they're like, um, what? That's a litigation dispute that's, that's just waiting to happen. But that happened within the gaming industry. How many times do we see it outside of the gaming industry? Probably quite often, but they're probably not so minor as it is for just one Pokemon in the trading card game, let alone everything else that Pokemon does. Actually, we are seeing uh, we are seeing some lawsuit talk from the FIFA world right now. I'm not even going to pretend to try and pronounce his name. Actually, no, I can do this. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. I believe he decided to try and sue EA for using his likeness without his permission in a FIFA game. And EA clapped back saying, uh, you know, whoever you signed on with signed away your rights to that kind of thing. I also remember some instances of like tattoo artists getting involved, right? Especially for these sports games. I think it I think it happened in a wrestling game at some point where, you know, a wrestler had a tattoo and then the tattoo artist who who made the tattoo was like, uh, you better be giving me some money for that because that's mine that you're putting. That's my art that you're putting in your game. So some some uh, performers looked particularly untattooed. Again, a minor thing, right? And probably something that the performer themselves would, you know, if they're in the video game, they probably want it to be accurate. I don't know. Do you got a good... If you, if you have a good story for me about the outside world getting involved with video games in a very minor capacity, I'm interested in that story. And uh, you know what? That's what I'll leave it on, folks. I hope you're doing extremely well playing some fun games. Oh, and you know what I'm going to say here as well? Happy birthday. Something I realized recently is that I have such an such a, an audience base now that basically every single day that I create this show, it's probably somebody's birthday who's listening. So to you, the person whose birthday it is today, happy birthday. <laughs> That's going to do it for today. Until next time, folks. Farewell. Farewell.